welcome to the Game Readers News Dump for the week, the first week of February. Yeah, this is the first yeah. full week of February. Yes, sir. We're going through. We're already in February. Oh, <laughs> oh god. my god. Yeah, we're coming up on March, and it's like it's only been a year since the pandemic. It's like I'm still mm-hmm. processing March of last year. <laughs> um, I'm a little under the weather right now, so just bear with me. Baby boy Sergio got hammered last night. No. And he's <laughs> and he's hung over now. <laughs> yes, sir. No, that's not actually what it is. No, yeah, I just got the uh COVID second dosage of COVID vaccine. Yeah. So it just it just wears you out. Mm-hmm. So we'll just jump right into the news. Um taking that the dump. first the first two big stories I have are from uh, in the world of sports video games, Drew, Drew, do you play any sports video games? Uh, I used to actually. I was pretty big on um, NBA 2K for a while, mm-hmm. um, but I've kind of fallen off of that. Um, I don't play them as frequently, but like I enjoy them occasionally. Like it's kind of like for me, it's it's one of those games where like I'll put a couple hours into it and then I'll put it down and basically won't play it for a while and then might come back to it just to you know play it yeah. for like a couple more hours and yeah. that's it. Man, I. I like Madden a lot, but Madden mm-hmm. is definitely the last couple of Maddens have been <clears throat> been pretty bad. Uh, but my big my big thing was baseball games. I love mm-hmm. baseball games. Like on the Xbox, the Xbox 360, yeah. I would play MLB 2K. Yeah. Well, backyard um, baseball. Yeah. Like, uh, pick and well, Pablo, I, I, was, baby. I, was, I was big into uh, <laughs> like the actual simulators where you can actually play like yeah, you know, like real base, not real baseball, but you know, like more realistic baseball. Um, <laughs> And for the longest time, there was MLB 2K on the Xbox, and there was MLB The Show, mm-hmm. exclusive to Sony. Um, well, then, MLB 2K ended. They cut out t- baseball that wasn't a top seller. So then that was in, like, 2013. So it's been eight years since there's been a true baseball simulator on the Xbox or Microsoft platforms, um, with the last one being MLB 2K 2013. Uh, there have been, like, arcade-style baseball games, like RBI mm-hmm. Baseball, but it doesn't have the same feel. It's like cartoony characters. You don't want to play as the real teams, stuff like that. Well, last year, MLB and Sony San Diego, means Wales Vagina, <laughs> uh, announced that they were working on getting MLB The Show onto other platforms with the thing as, as early as 2021. Ooh. So I was like, oh, cool, man. Hopefully by next year. This mm-hmm. is before the pandemic, by the way. I was like, hopefully by next year, we'll have baseball on, on the Xbox, Xbox again. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit, and most people figured that there would be a delay on cross-platform. You think mm-hmm. that, okay, Sony San Diego, pandemic, they're working from home. They'll just focus on the PS5 and PS4 versions of MLB Baseball. And then 2022, when things are kind of hopefully back to normal, yeah. and then they'll put it on the Xbox and other platforms, which mean maybe the Switch or something, or I don't, I don't know. Well, that's not the case, because this week, MLB The Show 21 was announced for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S with cross-platform play. When's it coming out, though? uh, It's coming out in April. Oh, okay. April April 20th. Oh, all right. Yeah, 420, baby. Yeah. And um, I'm super excited. I'm probably going to buy this game day one because I haven't had to play a baseball game in so long. And Mm -hmm. I I used to, I mean, like my roommate had a a PlayStation and he had a, a... he had the show, mm-hmm. and we would kind of play that, but the main thing we would play was it would be 2K on the Xbox. I, we, we all had an Xbox. I played Microsoft Baseball 2001 on the PC <laughs> way back in the day. <laughs> so what's so what's so cool is that, um, I've showed you the cover art where it's like, it has like the Xbox, and mm-hmm. then on the corner is like the Sony logo. Sony. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
Yeah, so I'm really excited. Uh, so you can get the PS4 and Xbox One versions for $60. Okay. That's with no next-gen upgrade. Yeah. And then you can get the Ultimate Edition, which includes a next-gen upgrade. So, like, if you were to get an Xbox Series X or a PS5 layered online, you just pop in the same disc, and it'll download the next-gen version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no price for that yet. Or you could just buy it on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S for okay. $70. Okay. It's pretty neat. I'm excited. Um, I mean, can't have a base one so long. And Do you think uh, they're going to they're gonna do the next-gen upgrade for free? Or do you think no, it's that's gonna... why that's why it's included. So, like, if you play, if you pay the ultimate price, it's yeah. included with it. If you buy just the standard edition that's $60, it, okay. you have to rebuy the game. Uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, like, it's, it's what, like, 2K did also this year. I know. It's just, it's kind of sucky because, like, there's a lot of games that, uh, yeah, that they just released the basic version that includes the next-gen yeah. upgrade, so. Yeah, I know. But, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's I, a I, decision. I, I, like, the games get good reviews. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like Madden where Madden's always hovering around, like, 60 on Metacritic and, like, people are trashing it because they never really upgrade it. Mm-hmm. The people at San, Sony San Diego, they really put a lot into it'll be the show and like every year it's either like in the 90s or the 80s on metacritic that's so weird because it's like a complete opposite from the public perception of like like i I feel like football is way bigger than baseball is huge yeah yeah but then like i mean baseball's still huge yeah but like football is is like on another echelon yeah well baseball's on the decline yeah and like I don't know. I think because EA has the monopoly on it, they really don't have to try that hard. Yeah. And for the longest time, will be the show wasn't the only people making baseball games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't own a monopoly on baseball games. They're just the only ones making them. Right. So I think they. I mean, I get. And they, they probably just love baseball and they play this one. Yeah. Well, the other um, big sports game story is that EA actually they uh, just announced that they're going to bring back the NCAA sports games. Call it college sport games are coming back. Um, my main <laughs> guess right now is just gonna be football. Yeah, Football probably again, because that's, that's the biggest yeah. one. Uh, there hasn't been one since NCAA games since uh, 2014. Uh, and the reason why, um, from what I saw, is that they discontinued once some universities and colleges didn't want to extend their trademark and copyrights mm. to EA. But now, it seems that they've gotten back over 100 universities and colleges, so they can now continue the franchise. Okay. Um, what sucks, though, is that, like... If you play the, I don't know if you ever played. I played. NCAA I played like game. one. I think it was like maybe twelve or so. Where, where it's different, like Madden is like Madden. The players look like the players, right? And they have like their names on the back. Here, mm. there's no names. Everyone's right. just the number. That's just and like then generic, generic yeah. face, right? Yeah. So it's like sucks. The players again, you know, college players get the short end of the stick. They're not being paid. Yeah. Like you know, NFL but the players universities are, and the universities re- make money off of it. The rewards, yeah. yeah like. <laughs> well, anyway, these games have had a huge cult following since it was discontinued. Um, the announcement was met with tons of hype from college players, professional players, and fans. Mm. So, I mean, eh. I, I haven't really played NCAA. Cool. One of the coolest features about it, this was back when EA actually cared, Yeah, was that if you got, I think it was like NCAA 05, and you got Madden 05, yeah. you could play your character from college, you go through the four years to of university, NFL. and then you can draft, you That's can move cool. your player over to the NFL, and then, he'll get, then you play the career of hits. You can finish, basically you can finish a whole career from like, that's college awesome. yeah. all the way through you know retirement from the nfl yeah. and that's a cool feature and that's when they got rid of because obviously like ea doesn't care anymore you know back when they were like not the most terrible company yeah in the right world. like when they yeah. actually like gave a shit about the games they yeah. were publishing so maybe they could bring that back i don't know i doubt <laughs> it because again like they suck well a lot of a lot of games now just include like 
in the story mode for most sports games, they usually have like a college section. Like when yeah. you're doing like your create a character or whatever, they you, usually you have a college like, section, and then you go to yeah. the actual like big leagues. So. Yeah, but then the fact that you can like basically play a whole life, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, from from college to like picking your college, yeah, and then going to the school, and the then... fact that it was like cross game. That, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty cool because now usually it's just all in one game. Yeah, but yeah. All right, Drew, what's our next story So um, the next thing that we got is, um, so Google, you know, Google, of course, we all know Google. Massive. Um, uh, they, um, you know, they opened their Stadia Games division um, like a couple years ago, and they're, and they're trying to get in on that gaming market. Yeah, they're doing original games. Um, yeah, and trying to, well, doing original games and also like as a source for like third party as well so like because i know i know one of the biggest things was like destiny 2 for a while Mm -hmm. was like heavily promoting they were heavily promoting destiny 2 on stadia yeah well what i mean was like they created two game divisions to create original oh yes yes i see what you're saying um yeah so they opened up two studios uh one in la and one in montreal um to create these original games uh but now they've closed them yeah less than two years like yeah in less than two years and like yeah so they're they're focusing their efforts on those third-party titles they're not really focusing on original ips anymore um google says this is because uh they're trying to free up resources so that they can actually develop the stadia platform in and of itself Uh so like make improvements to the current uh platform um but we don't really know what this means. Yeah. Uh, like, there. Th- this is all just. Um, like, I mean, this is all recent, obviously, and this is all just kind of fresh. So we don't really know what this is going to result in down the line. Yeah. Um, and Stadia is kind of up in the air as far as like if yeah. we're ever going know, to see any original games. Selling well, because. As far as I know, like no one I know has a Stadia. Yeah, I, me neither. Like I don't know. I don't know anybody <laughs> I know tons personally. Of gamers that, that never that none of them have a Stadia. Yeah, like console it, or whatever. Well, the fact that I don't. Yeah, I don't know anybody personally that it's like their main go-to platform. Like I feel like, and I feel like Stadia was trying to kind of muscle in on the PC gaming market mm-hmm. a little bit um, because you could also you could you could just play through your browser was the whole kind of concept. Yeah. Um, so was it kind of like like an epic store or a but you could play actually play the games through it yeah like you could yeah the whole thing was yeah, basically I know, seen like the white controllers they have and everything yeah all yeah. you needed was their um their their software and yeah. hardware essentially and then you could just play games but like if you have a pc most most pc players already have dedicated like you mentioned epic game store yeah or like they have steam that they're already dedicated to and they have most of their library on so why go to a new platform yeah you know so i feel like stadia wasn't really they weren't offering anything that was really like enticing to get people the the original ips that would have been a way to entice people away from steam but now if they're not going to do them what's, what's the, the point, point? Yeah, yeah exactly cool. so um so yeah so stadia maybe yeah. will be a failure for, in for like sure there's no time. no new games but, i mean google has tons of money i don't know why they would fund it through this gaming i know amazon wants to get on gaming too and like ugh, 
Yeah, you Amazon's don't need, don't need really, Amazon to create a gaming system. Amazon's really trying to to get in on the gaming market, and uh, their their first game, so uh, I think it's called New World, is like an MMO RPG that's mm-hmm. com- basically has a focus on PvP, mm-hmm. where you're kind of cast as like colonizers essentially, and you're all like fighting each other for control of these new territories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard, like, an, on initial, like, release, it was not great. Like, I think a lot of people were thrown off by it. Mm-hmm. But I, I've heard now it's gotten a little bit better, I think. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we'll see. They're they're also reportedly developing a new Lord of the Rings MMO, which I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Because there's already a pretty big Lord of the Rings MMO out there in the market. So, we'll see. I guess so. But anyway, um, I don't want to fucking talk about this next one. I don't want to do it. All right. <laughs> this is so stupid. This is not news. This is Drew's favorite story of the week. This is fucking stupid. So, um, RE8's villain, Lady... Demetriscu. Demetriscu, you know, everyone's favorite tall woman. Uh, they uh, Capcom has released her official height while wearing her hat and her heels. You ready for this, Drew? I already know what it is. What is it? It's she fu- is... Nine feet? Yeah. Six inches, baby. I don't... She's tall. Um, Drew loves the memes, apparently. If you see his I'm so face, tired. He's I'm like, so tired. He's ready for this game to come out so he can get killed by her over and over again. I'm so fucking sick um, of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, we get it. You guys love to be stepped on. Ooh, real yeah. original. So it's kind of funny, because like, compared to other characters, like Master Chief's pretty tall. Taller than Master Chief or Kratos. Yeah, in his armor. Uh, yeah. Taller than Mr. X, who's only about six feet. And taller than Nemesis, who's only about nine feet, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Her height has taken the internet by storm with tons and tons of memes that Drew just he can't get enough of. He loves them so much. All right, can we move on now? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, do the, we'll do the next story, too. Um, so PS5, uh, they had a big update to their consoles, to their disc version con- of their consoles. Um so there was an issue where, like, if you bought, like, a PS4 version of, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you got mm-hmm. that free upgrade. Yeah. And then if you put it into the PS5, it would download the next-gen version. Like, mm-hmm. okay. But then every time you would try, you put the disc in again to play it, it would try to download the last-gen version, and it would crash, oh, crash your system. Yeah, so it would, it would cause it to repeatedly attempt to install the PS4 version every time it was turned on, despite the PS5 version already being present. So it just kept okay. doing it over and over and over again. So then they, they released a thing, and they should fix that issue. Okay, If anyone's cool. having that issue. Yeah, I'm glad that they yeah. got to work on that fast. And also, they, um, they announced how many PS5s were shipped in 2020. So mm. from November to... December. December, they sold 4.5 million PS5s. Ooh. This was matching the PS4's launch. Um, Xbox has not released an exact number of the consoles, but uh, around December, it was estimated to be around like 2 million. That's weird because you would think that more people would have bought an Xbox Series X considering all of the concessions that Microsoft made to allow... I a think lot it's of just how many they it. made because oh, everywhere you go, they're sold okay. out. I mean, that's true. You can't That's true. You can't buy a PS5 yeah. or Xbox anywhere, mm-hmm. so it's just how much they've been putting out on the market. So Sony maybe just put out more, maybe, yeah. and Xbox put out less. I don't know. Um, people rough estimation for the end of the year at 2020 is about three million. Mm-hmm. So by the end of 2021, Sony is estimated to be have sold about 5.5 million copies. So they're mm-hmm. estimating in all of 2021 they'll sell about a million copies. Maybe more. One of those will probably be me, hopefully. Uh, or maybe maybe I'm reading this wrong. Maybe they were estimated to sell about 5.5 million copies in 2021. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. Um, my Microsoft prediction is sell 4 million copies. So then, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So it'll be around like almost 10 million for PS5s and then mm-hmm. 
seven million for Xboxes is what they're hoping for. Some interesting uh, stats I found online from the global market. Okay, so PS5 worldwide has 65% of the market. Okay, so Xbox, 85, 35% of the market has been sold to Xbox. However, hmm. Xbox outsold the PS5 in the US. They control 50.2% of the market while PlayStation controls 49.8%. Mm-hmm. In Mexico, Xbox is the dominant console with 62% of the market while countries like India and Germany... PS5 has 80% of the market, and in Japan, this is so obvious, right, Japan, uh, the PS5 is 98.5% of the market, while Xbox is 1.5%. Wow, I am shocked. I know, it's crazy. I am shocked that a Japanese-based uh, yeah. studio Com- company, uh, their console is more successful in their home country yeah. than an American console. What's funny, too, they also put the Switch on here. In Japan, the Switch still outsold the PS5. Really? Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Um. And which and it's even weirder because I think the Switch price is going up too. Well, they're releasing a new version, aren't they? Uh, I think they're releasing. Well, they already released the one that doesn't have the Joy Cons with yeah, it. Yeah, they're releasing like an enhanced version. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but mm. I mean that's that is still interesting. I mean I'm definitely gonna try and pick up a uh, both a PS5 and an Xbox Series X mm-hmm. uh, this year, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I want to get a PS5 so I can play that um mm-hmm. sweet sweet god of war if it comes out this year yeah right like yeah. i'm getting i'm getting ps5s for like their exclusives and then i'm getting an xbox series x for pretty much everything else <laughs> game pass because the game pass yeah yeah <laughs> um i mean halo well yeah i mean halo yes it's an exclusive for xbox. And, and then eventually and then fable will any come bethesda out. game coming yeah, out yeah any bethesda that's true that's true um, um okay so yeah so our next uh hot story fresh off the presses uh, this is actually huge. Um, so the Embracer Group, uh, they're the holding company that owns uh, THQ Nordic, uh, Saber Interactive, Coach uh-huh. uh, Media, a bunch of other studios. Um, they announced this week that they are going to be acquiring uh, Gearbox, both the, the software and the publishing mm-hmm. divisions uh, of the company. So, yeah, Gearbox is going to be uh, part of the Embracer Group now. Interesting. And, uh, but, uh, I don't, I couldn't, f- oh, yeah, it's $2.5 billion. It's crazy. That's yeah. A, that's a good I, I, I saw another number. It was like $1.2 billion. Oh, was it? Yeah, um, it was kind of small mix. So, um, I think that it's still not completely clear how much it was worth, but that's like the estimate. But, uh, yeah, so Gearbox, obviously, most well known for, you know, doing the Borderlands, uh, series of games. Uh, they also just recently released Godfall uh, for the PS5 and PC. I don't know how that game's doing. I looked into re- some reviews of it, and a lot of people said it was like, it was it was okay. Like the 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 combat was fun enough, but like the the I guess the story and the end game yeah. was kind of lacking. This is for um, Godfall. Godfall, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Borderlands like, Three is actually pretty good. I've, I've heard Mix thing on Borderlands. Borderlands like, Three is, is pretty good. I've heard Mix. Did you play it? Yes, I played it. Yeah, because I heard like, what, I haven't played any of the it's DLC. It's been like ten years since Borderlands Two. Yeah, and it's like it just feels like Borderlands Two again. And the, so I will say they made a lot of improvements to the gameplay. Like it, it, it feels more, um, it feels more snappy, more fast paced. I think, which definitely helps. Uh, the gunplay still doesn't feel as punchy as something like for example destiny 2 yeah uh which is what it's most like its biggest competitor is um but uh i i would, I would still say it's a it's a pretty damn good game for like uh like if you if you love borderlands 2 yeah you'll probably like borderlands 3 you know like 
Um, I haven't played. I've only played none of them. So yeah, I mean, I mean, they're decent games. They're, I they got are Borderlands really, One from Chris. I still need to play it. If you're not if you're not into looter shooters, you're just not gonna be into Borderlands. Like that's that's all it is, ah. really. But well, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, getting back to uh, Embracer Group. So they also said that. Uh, so the current CEO. Uh, Randy, the pitchman, Pitchford. Uh, well, uh, that's his famous uh, his, his famous nickname. Everybody knows him as the pitchman. Famous. Uh, don't drop any of your uh, <laughs> uh, um, external hard drives around him. Now we're gonna get sued. Thanks, Sergio, <laughs> for defamation of character. Um, hey, I didn't say it was on the, those little flash drives. Um. So yeah, so he's gonna continue to lead the company uh, after the merger. So he'll he'll still be in a position of uh, authority uh, within Gearbox, uh, as well as Gearbox. This wasn't like as big news, but um, I don't think. But Embracer yeah. also acquired another Texas-based studio, Asper, which is located in Austin. Um, they're going to be operating as a standalone entity underneath Saber Interactive. Gotcha. So the Embracer Group buying into some Texas studios. Very interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, so, yeah, I just uh, thought that was cool. Uh, the next thing we've got, so this this is actually one that's pretty near and dear to my heart. Uh, so Rare was working on a, on a remaster of their classic FPS, GoldenEye 007. That was originally released on the N64. They were working on it for the Xbox Live Arcade mm-hmm. on the 360, uh, but then it was canceled because of copyright issues, and you know they couldn't get uh, they couldn't secure the likeness rights and all that kind of stuff. Huh. Um, so it was it was shelved, but it was like pretty much done. Like they had, you know, they had basically completed the game, and uh, like all of the files were intact and everything like that. Uh, somebody, uh, the rumor is that, or the theory is, I should say, that it was somebody within Rare, uh, leaked <laughs> the files. Hey, you guys want to see some cool shit? <laughs> somebody within Rare found the files, leaked them, and now it's available on the interwebs for you to download and play. Um, you can find it if you search hard enough, um... However, we can't condone this in good conscience because it's questionable legality. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so because you're going to need either yeah. an emulator or a modded 360 to do it, which kind of it, – it does break some some definite legal boundaries there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently it runs uh, great, though. It's uh, You can play it at 60 FPS. Um, it can it can be played in 4K as well, which is really cool. Huh. Uh, 4K, and I've seen videos of gameplay on on YouTube. It looks it looks crisp. It looks good. Yeah. Um, and and another interesting feature I I was impressed with is that you can switch between the remastered and the original graphics, kind of like the Halo yeah. Combat Evolved anniversary, with just like a simple button press. I thought that was really cool. So you can see like how the original like compares to the. The remaster. Um, I thought that was really neat. Nice. I love Golden Idol 07, so I thought this was really, really good cool. Game. Good game. Um, yeah, it's just hard to play now because, yeah, it looks Yeah, the like, controls are just terrible. It looks like absolute ass <laughs> as well. You like big square man what rocking to other square man with gun <laughs> well just just the also the the fog like the yeah. the field of view is like or oh, even Jesus. um people play like slap mode <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. 
That's me imitating the karate chop. Um, right, what's our next story? All right, so uh, almost capping us off, uh, we got a pretty big preview of uh, the Super Nintendo World area that uh, is opening at Universal Studios Japan. Uh, this was from the uh, the press preview that they yeah. invited a lot of a lot of people to, um, and and shortly afterwards they announced that they were going to postpone the opening indefinitely because yeah. of the pandemic still Which going sucked, on. Because it was like literally like two days away from being opening. Yeah, exactly. Like it was. Yeah, it was going to open in like fe- in February fourth. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then they were just like, we're gonna we're gonna have to delay, delay indefinitely. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks to Universal Park News today, uh, I watched all the videos. Yes, the yeah. I watched all the videos too. Uh, yeah, go check out the channel on YouTube because uh, unless you don't want to be spoiled on anything, no. Because I was um, like, show me. I'm- yeah, I was like, I gotta know. Um, but you, so yeah, you can go watch the videos and you can kind of feel like you're there. Uh, there's 20 videos, about 20 videos, um, and. Um, it's taken from all of the experiences around the land. So yeah. he, he goes only on two rides, right? He goes on both of the rides. Yeah. yeah. So Mario there's Kart. Mario Kart and then the Yoshi adventure. Yeah. And then he also explores a lot of the, cause like around the land, they, de- they designed it so that there's a lot of mini games around yeah, for like, you have like to a, do. you have like a, like a wristband. Yeah. You, have you a, get like coins and stuff. Yeah. They call it a power up band and you can go around and yeah, they have blocks around. You can go and punch the blocks, get coins um, you can go to the underground mm-hmm. uh, from Mario, and you can do a little mini game there where you're trying to defuse a bomb bomb. Um, nice. You know, for Super Nintendo World, it's mainly just Mario. It it is mainly just Mario, but very interestingly, uh, kind of I guess spoilers if you don't want to know, but that he did find a couple of like little Pikmin hidden huh. around the area. Yeah, and like they're trying to carry away some of the coins. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was hoping really like cool. they'd have like a Mario and a Zelda. Well, I, they're gonna then, expand on uh, it. Pokemon, Donkey Kong, like all those would have been pretty sick. I mean, they're definitely planning on expanding on it because yeah. the original plans for the Florida version included a Donkey Includes Kong all those, right? and a Zelda Land. There's also like a Pokemon Center. I don't think it included Pokemon actually, but I mean, I think they'd be fools not to do it. Yeah. Right? So, is Orlando going to be just a bigger version of what they're building? I, well, I think so. I think they, they do Orlando, want to be part of the Epic Park. Yeah, it's going to be part yeah. of Epic Universe, but where it's going to have Nintendo. they're going to have more area for yeah. sure. That's um, true. But I think I think they're they're going to do because we started seeing this trend right in like theme parks where, like especially with Disney right now, where they've opened half of a land uh-huh. before it's actually like completed so like they did the thing with Gar- uh, galaxy's edge where they opened with basically this- everything with millennium falcon and then they open rise of the resistance like a year later, later. Yeah. yeah and so and they're doing the same thing with avengers campus yeah. right or at least the original plan was to they were going to open the land with everything uh and the spider-man ride but not the like avengers e-ticket ride that we yeah. don't know the name of yet um huh. so i think i think universal it seems like at least if we're gonna base it off of the Japan uh, blueprint, I think Universal is planning something similar where they open part of the land first and then they add on to it. Like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna add on the Donkey Kong. They're gonna add on the the Zelda area. Um, so I, think I mean, be a mistake. I mean, it should since they have so much time. Yeah, but just go ahead and 
do it. It just from a business perspective, I'm sure they're like, we need to go ahead and get yeah. this open. And so the that epic, we can get money. the epic park, whenever it opens, is gonna be awesome. Oh no, it's gonna be sick. Like yeah. I'm super excited. They're doing like a classic Universal Monsters mm-hmm. area. They're doing the Nintendo. They're doing How to Train, how to train Dragon. Your Dragon, and then there's one more. Uh, I think they're doing Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts, yeah, yeah. like another Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, 1950s Harry Potter. I think so, I still think someone, and they're also gonna have like a just normal rides too that aren't aren't themed. Are they? Yeah, like in the middle. That's what I saw. They're I, also going to have a new hotel that's like in the park, kind of yeah. a la Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. So that would be cool. Someone just needs to do – Universal owns uh, – who owns – I think Warner Brothers owns Universal Studios, right? Mm-mm. No, no, I'm so uh, NBC. NBC. I, I mean, Universal. I guess – well, I yeah. guess also NBC itself is owned by uh, Comcast. Who's so. AT&T own? They own somebody. Uh, there's actually rumors that AT&T is going to buy NBC, though. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we need to get a Game of Thrones or... theme park. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, um, okay, so, Drew. Yes. Of the two rides, mm-hmm. which one do you think is better? Yeah. Because um, they're, they're, they're different. One's like more oh. of a roller coaster, and then one's more into like a. Well, like a, I wouldn't like say theme. they're either roller coasters. Well, I would um, say more roller coaster E. So, like, the one's Mario Kart more... one, I. Initially, when I watched it, I was kind of. So what we were promised was like this high paced, you know, cause like it's Mario Kart, right? Yeah. So like we were promised this, this kind of like fast paced attraction. It doesn't actually move all like the ride vehicle, the yeah. motion of the ride vehicle honestly doesn't move that fast. It just looks faster because of the VR elements or the, the AR, AR yeah. elements. Um, but so initially I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't actually going that fast. Um, and then I realized, oh yeah, this land is designed for kids. <laughs> So, um, I think it looks fun. No, no, it, it does. Look, it looks fun. It looks cute. I the honestly, the adventure looks more like, like kind of like the, it's a small world, dark. Yeah. I was, I was more disappointed. I think with the ocean's adventure, cause there's only like, I, I do like kind of how it weaves in and out of the land though. Right. Cause they, ha- they do have the land. Like when you actually look at the land itself, it is very, very highly themed and there's like a lot of stuff to look at, like in the background. Yeah. Um, and Yoshi's Adventure kind of weaves its way through that. There's only, like, one actual, like, indoor section, which which I guess you could classify Yoshi's Adventure as a dark ride in that yeah. case. But, um, yeah, so there's only one of those sections. And, and then it basically ends. I mean, you, you still go around through the hills for a little yeah. bit longer. But, yeah, I was kind of – I was more disappointed by that one it, it, after kind of looking at it. The Mario Kart, I think, is um, – is really cool though with the AR elements. The AR, well, not just that, but but the way that they incorporate it with the physical sets. Yeah. Like it is actually like I watched because uh, there's videos on on Universal Park News today of one with the AR and then one without looking through the AR, and there's actually a lot more physical sets than I would because Universal has gotten into this nasty habit of using mostly screens. Yeah, and looking at you, uh, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong. Yeah, that was that's the one I mostly think of. Um. And, and this one was actually a lot more physical than I thought it was going to be. And I, and I had to give them props for that yeah. because like they, they, they built a fucking, um, and there's like a couple, they built a, they built like Bowser's airship, uh-huh. uh, on the, in like the volcano section. And then, um, like there's a part where you're going through the clouds and you know, the, there's the, the, there's the clouds with the faces that like blow wind at you. The wind is like AR, but the actual cloud is like Real? physical, like huh. it's it's there. So, um, 
so yeah, so I thought that was really really cool, and and the queue was awesome as well. Like I thought I thought it was really well designed. So I think Mario Kart is is the better of the two rides, and I think I don't think that was ever going to be in yeah. doubt because it's like the main draw, right? Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what they do um, when they add on with uh, I think the Donkey Kong. So Donkey Kong is probably going to be like a minecart roller coaster. I uh-huh. think that's pretty obvious. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um, and then whatever they do with Zelda, I, I have no idea what they're going to do with Zelda. Cause yeah. like, um, that, that's a little bit harder, uh, trickier mm-hmm. to do with a ride, but here's what I'm thinking. Universal, you need to make a theme park just based around the office. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I'm hey think, kids, you want to learn how to um, ship and do you think, paper? I mean, I feel like. With, like, Nintendo and Harry Potter mm-hmm. and their new park, like, Orlando, at least, it's it's going to be pretty competitive with Disney. I mean, like, Disney's mm-hmm. – I mean, still Disney has Star Wars, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have freaking Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, um, so this is the thing that, like – and this is kind of, like, devolving into, like, like super off-topic, but um, – yeah, like I mean, Orlando has always been a battleground between uh, Disney and Universal, yeah. and it's been it's been like a tennis match essentially. Like Disney will do something, Universal will do something, and then Disney rebuts, right? So like, uh, Universal opened Harry Potter, so Disney's rebuttal to that was Pandora. Yeah, and then Universal rebutted with uh, I guess Diagon Alley, an extension to Harry Potter. Yeah, and then Disney was like, "Well, we've got Star Wars now." And then Universal was like, "Well, guess what?" And, we and, got and, and Universal's like, "We got a Nintendo Land now." So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Disney comes back and tries to slap, uh, tries to slap Universal with. Because yeah, I mean that's that's just how it goes. Is it's a yeah. never-ending tennis match, which I mean can only benefit the rest of us because we get better entertainment out of it. So. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on from the, from the talks, uh, the theme park talks, um, to our last story. Of the yeah. Day. Our last story. This came in pretty late. Um, but, uh, I, I thought it was interesting because this, uh, this has been going on for so long. Um, Warner brothers finally, after years of trying to patent the nemesis system that they first used in middle Earth: shadow and Mordor finally, uh, was granted the patent by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Um, it's only been used in the two games, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor and Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was only the second one. What's up? I thought it was only the second one. No, no, no. The first one had the Nemesis system oh, too. Remember, because okay. you could go yeah, around yeah, 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 and yeah. kill orc captains and stuff. So yeah. So pretty much, I mean, if you don't know what it is, it's like you have different villains that you come across mm-hmm. in the game, and if you fell at killing them, they actually grow and like build. Yeah. And- they're procedurally generated um, with different abilities, like they're randomized. Uh, you can go and choose to fight them for experience and like power up and stuff like that. If you kill them, they're just dead and they're replaced by somebody else. If you don't kill them, if something happens, like if you get knocked out or you flee, they will rise up the ranks yeah. and then they will get more powerful and they will also like remember you. Yeah. So it's it's definitely yeah. like creates that feeling of like like an antagonistic relationship like a deeper mm-hmm. antagonistic relationship it's a cool feature between like just basic but enemies. i think just the fact that the games never sold well kind of hurts yeah like it's like w- will they ever really be tempted to use it again and, and then if so what kind of game would you use it for yeah i could see it maybe working in like a um 
I don't see it working in any type of game. Honestly. I, I I think I think there is potential actually uh, for them to do it, whether it's in a, another Middle Earth uh-huh. game or um, like I was saying before, they could potentially use it in one of their DC properties. I could very well see that. Okay, where they have um, like say you have a Batman game, like let's just say it's an Arkham game or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and um, you know there are you know, various gang leaders that you have to take down that could very well be nemesis gang leaders that if you don't, if you don't beat them, if they get the upper hand on Batman and they escape, they will continue to accrue followers and they'll become more powerful and you know, they'll be harder to take down next time. So I I can very well see that working. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. so the, the patent essentially says like, you know, it, it specifically says nemesis characters, nemesis forts, social vendettas and followers in computer games so that's nice the definition of the nemesis system and um so yeah so i just thought that was interesting it came in kind of late in the week um but yeah again it's just been this this is this has been trying to they've been trying to accrue this patent since 2017 so it's been uh, a bit the the fact that they finally got it is is kind of big um, all right so, guys yeah well, that's, that's pretty much it yep that's our dump for this week um we will see you guys next time yeah we have our um oh uh, yeah fall and rise of game works this week mm-hmm. this friday and then oh the, yeah uh, and then the week not the week after the week after the week i guess two weeks from there mm-hmm. we'll have our first kingdom hearts oh yeah episode the first one is going to be pretty juicy it's it's a pretty long one so it's really dense so yeah uh, <laughs> so yeah and uh don't forget to uh catch us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts. come check out our facebook page and our twitter page for some interesting tidbits and trivia at the game raiders pod yeah game raiders pod um we'll and see y'all. yep see y'all next time <laughs>